All right, Cordell. They're, they're, so we're going into Sunday's game against the Browns, which we will have a podcast out on Friday to give our take on the Browns, but how confident do you feel going into this football game? Because obviously there's a situation of the quarterback. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with Huntley. What I do know is that the game is was six, six days away from when they played on Sunday, which to me is not a good sign of a guy that suffered a concussion to play, which then means that Anthony Brown, the third string guy who was on the practice squad prior to Sunday's game is going to make his start. So you're going into hostile territory. You know, the Browns do have players, particularly on mm -hmm. offense. And although the Browns struggled in pass, uh, uh, rush defense, they played the Ravens pretty well in that regard in their first matchup. So how confident and knowing the quarterback situation is a huge question mark. Do you think that the Ravens have in going into Sunday's game against the Browns? Um, I mean, I'm somewhat confident simply because of the defense. The defense is what okay. gives me the optimism. Um, they're going up against a Browns team that offensively looks terrible. Um, Deshaun Watson has come back and has struggled to say the least. And, I mean, that's I mean, we that's knew that expected. that was going to happen, though, right? Yeah. I feel like yeah, that we I mean, knew that that would happen. He's he hasn't played missed over two, two years. years. Yeah, yeah, he's he's missed over two years. Um, I, I I still think that once he does get in a swing of things, maybe in the back end of the season, or even if it's next year, I do think he'll look a lot different than what he looks right now. Um, but right now, this is what they have, and he he doesn't look sharp right now. This is Deshaun Watson that trusts his legs more than he trusts his arm right now, and that's not the guy that we remember watching in Houston. Um, that said, they turned the ball over a lot since Deshaun Watson has returned uh, a bunch, and you mentioned earlier in the show the turnover di differential right now for this Ravens team, second in the NFL. Um, they turn forcing turnovers has been this defense's calling card all year. Um, that right there just gives me the optimism that they're going to be able to take care of business uh, against Cleveland. Will they be able to do it? I'm not sure yet. We'll see come Friday once we have to do predictions. Obviously, Anthony Brown potentially being their starting quarterback, most likely being their starting quarterback. It's concerning. <laughs> I mean, it's concerning. I mean, this is a rookie, uh, an undrafted rookie free agent um, that we watched a lot of at training camp and rookie mini camp and preseason. And I can honestly say Anthony Brown got better throughout the training camp process. Um, I, I, I genuinely believe that. I watched this guy at the start of camp look like he had no grasp of the offense, look like he could not throw the ball to save his life. Um, and then you get into the back end of training camp and you get into the back end of preseason, and this dude is making some pretty good throws. He had a couple of nice throws in the uh, preseason game against the Cardinals um, and he, in, the, in the preseason as, in general. I think against the Titans, he had a couple too. So, you know, this is a guy that has a grasp on this offense. Now, he's not going to be able to do some of the things that Lamar and Tyler Huntley does as far as mobility is concerned, he has a little mobility, but he's not, he's not a fast guy. I, right. I, he's not a runner. He's not right. a runner. He's more, he's, he's easily the more pocket quarterback of the three. 
Um, not to say he's a better pocket quarterback, but it's t- in terms of his style of play, that's what he does. He's going to try to throw the ball. He's going to sit in the pocket. Um, I don't know how much of that the Ravens are going to ask him to do simply because you don't want to put the game in his hands. I mean, it is what it is. You're down to your third string quarterback. Brett right. Hundley is the one backing him up. Brett Hundley's not great. Um, and we we heard from Harbs the other day, and he entertained the idea of activating three quarterbacks. Leads me to believe that they're going to maybe try to sign a quarterback at some point this week, or maybe they just activate uh, Lamar or somebody as that emergency third quarterback. I mean, Tyler Huntley could only be activated if he gets out of the concussion protocol. Um, I doubt Lamar ends up being the guy, even if he is activated as that emergency quarterback, I think the emergency quarterback is probably going to end up being somebody like James Froche or somebody, you know, somebody <laughs> that they could just go out there and please run some wildcat with. Friend. Or maybe maybe it'll be Devin Duvernay. Maybe we'll get a lot of wildcat with Devin Duvernay uh, back there. But I don't know what their plan is, uh, but hopefully it doesn't come to that. But Anthony Brown being on the field, it does gives you a little bit of concern as far as what are they going to do if Cleveland is able to shut down the run? Can they count on Anthony Brown to go and put a drive together with his arm? Can they trust him to throw the ball around the field? He hasn't thrown uh, to these guys a lot. You know, this right. is the third string quarterback. He hasn't had rapport with a lot of these guys. Um, so, you know, it'll be important to see how they divide up the reps, especially if Huntley is able to practice um, with the game being on a short week. How much do you allow Huntley to eat into Anthony Brown's reps? Because this is a guy that needs basically 100 percent of the all reps, of them, all I, the I reps. would imagine right now. So um, that'll be that'll be a key decision for Harbs to make throughout the course of this week. But the Browns aren't playing well. You know, I don't want to dress this up more than I have to, right? The, the, the Browns aren't a good football team. Like I said, they're turning the ball over. They're not even getting to the quarterback the way that they have in the past. Um, so I, I don't know what type of Browns team is going to show up, but just cause just looking at it from a Ravens standpoint, yeah, the defense looks great. I have confidence in the defense. They seem to do a pretty decent job against Nick Chubb and those guys every time they play them, even though Nick Chubb had a pretty good game last time, uh, 91 yards and a touchdown. Could have had a lot more had they stuck with the run. They didn't. That just seems to be what they do when they play the Ravens. They they abandon the run game a little bit throughout the course of the game. I have no reason to think that they won't do that again. They'll, they'll do the Ravens a favor in that. But can the offense score points? Can the offense put up numbers um can they throw the ball when they have to in third down situations that'll be the key to this game um, and, and i'm i'm you know yes i, I obviously the situation at the uh, at the quarterback is concerning and i'm not taking that away at all um you and i have talked we talked um in preseason you and i were you know um at training camp and and you know that i'm a little fond of anthony brown i like his arm Yes, he doesn't have the experience. I'm not saying that this dude is a starting quarterback in the National Football League at this point. But 
he has some tangible things that I like about him from a quarterback perspective. Watched him play at Oregon. So I know that there's some skill sets that he has that I like. I don't know how that that's going to translate into this type of offense because we know that both quarterbacks um, use their legs a lot more than he does. But I think that he does have some things going on. My concern, though, is what is this defense going to do? Because the first time, yes, I know Roquan wasn't there. I'm very well aware. But we, I did not forget how Marcus Peters got really picked on in that first game, particularly the Amari Cooper matchup. And they got real lucky at the end of that game about an offensive pass interference and a real weird call at the end of the game that forced them to try to, to mm-hmm. do a field goal in which they just – that was just unrealistic at that point. Um, so what are you going to do? You know, Marlon Humphrey, who has been extremely consistent and played well this year, did not have a good game last week. He admitted it, that he was a liability in pass coverage. He absolutely, he didn't know where the ball was at times. Now, look, I don't know if if Deshaun Watson is going to have a, 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 is going to be any better, but Deshaun Watson is better than Mr. Trubisky. (laughs) So I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know what's going to happen. And so, you know, I think that the offense has to just do what they do. And and hopefully you get a break from this Browns defense at what you do. You got to play bully ball. This is the time of year you play bully ball. But that defense of the Ravens, they have to find a way to not allow guys like Amari Cooper and Peoples-Jones, you know, find a way to get a rhythm. Also, you know, Njoku missed mm-hmm. um, the second half of that game, which really kind of saved him because he was on a tear prior yeah. to him, you know, getting injured. And so while we love Patrick Queen and he's played really well this year, I'm not going to see and act like Patrick Queen hasn't been a liability in coverages at times. And because that would be lying. And I don't like to lie, Cordell, not like, <laughs> you know, purposely, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, you got to be concerned because that, ultimately they do have weapons. I know I feel like I'm about to sound like a broken record because I feel like I said this last week about Kenny Pickett, but Deshaun Watson, like you already mentioned, does not feel like he's comfortable. You got to make him continue that trend and not be comfortable. That's what's going to have to be the case here. You can't allow him to get in any type of rhythm with his receivers. So in order to do that, you got to stay in his face, get in his face at every snap. Somebody needs to be getting in his face. And, you know, the Browns offensive line is actually pretty decent. So, you know, and we know that they run the football well. So that could pose as a problem because then there's play action, right? But you just have to find a way to make sure that when Deshaun Watson drops back to try to make a pass, it ain't going to be easy. You know, at at any moment, it's not going to be easy. So, yeah, I you know, I I am concerned and, and, and I really hope that that's what's going to be the case uh, and that the defense, once again, is going to have to find a way, you know, to, to help this offense. Because, again, we don't know what the offensive situation is. I will say this, Cordell, when you don't, if it is Anthony Brown, the Browns have no film on him. And right. I always say stuff like that works in the quarterback's favor. I mm-hmm. always say that, you know, no, no doubt. He did come into the Steelers game late, right? right. But as a starter, if, if he is practicing with the ones all week and he can find some type of rhythm and figure out what works best for him, the Browns have no idea what works best for him. And that could potentially be in the favor of the Ravens. 
Definitely. I mean, you know, the element of surprise will be there. Um, I think that this offense will look different. They're going to call plays differently than what they normally call, considering that they don't have the same type of athlete back there at the quarterback position with Anthony Brown. Um, but it's going to look different. So this is going to be a different type of game that the Browns are going to have to prepare for. Sure, they know the run game is coming, but it doesn't make it a little easier on them to know that they don't have to be as scared of the quarterback design runs this week. Maybe, but with that, it's going to come some other just run regular run running back plays uh, that they may not have seen before. Maybe they'll get a lot more interior run game from uh, from these guys. And if the interior of this offensive line is going to play the way that they did on Sunday, the Browns are going to be in trouble. Um, I will say this, though, as well. You talked about the defense and their struggles in the last game against the Browns. You're right. Uh, they gave up some deep balls, Marcus Peters did, and Joku was killing them before he got hurt. Um, Donovan's Peoples-Jones, he's really turned it on as of late. I mean, Amari Cooper's there, and Amari Cooper's, you know, himself, and he he dealt, he's dealing with a hip issue. Uh, I think he injured his hip in, the, in Sunday's game, um, so uh, in Sunday's loss against Cincinnati. But Donovan Peoples-Jones, he had himself probably the best game of the season, eight catches on 12 targets, 114 yards. This is a, you know, this is a guy that's heating up over the over the course of this season. So I would really watch out for him because he's playing with a lot of confidence and Joku will be there over the middle. If the Browns are going to make a true commitment to the run game against the Ravens, it, it, it could be a different outcome than what Baltimore wants to see. So I really uh, am curious to see what what these two teams do, what their game plans for each other are going to be. We know they're going to run the ball, but how much are they going to run the ball? Yeah, that's that's a good question. And, I mean, you know, the good thing is that the Ravens' defense do, does not give up a lot of uh, rushing yards. And, mm-hmm. you know, they did, they did fare well against the Browns as well in the first matchup. So that does work in their favor. I just need them to find a way to tighten up their pass defense this time around. Look, Marcus Williams is back. Hallelujah. So yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. it plays that, – that makes a big difference, right? He covers the field much differently. Uh, and and, and, the, and he, it, he shows you why – he is he was so coveted in the offseason. So, you know, that that's the one great opportunity that they have. They just got to find a way to tighten up because last week I seen too much from them. They, they was allowing Mitch, Mitch Trubisky to do too much. And I think that this Browns receiving core is a much better receiving core mm-hmm. than what the Steelers have. They got to figure out a way to make this to get better in that regard. So, look, the keys here is that, that make sure that that, you know, you have to make sure that Deshaun Watson does not get comfortable. And you have to make sure that Anthony Brown is comfortable. I think that that, that those are the two things that you got to do. And I do think that Anthony Brown and lack of um, information about him and what he's good at is what does definitely works in the Ravens' favor. So we'll talk more about this um, for Friday's podcast. But ultimately, are you saying you think that they'll be okay? Uh, right now, I'm leaning towards I think that they'll be okay. I think it'll be similar <laughs> to what we saw on Sunday to where the defense makes the plays to win the game for them. Okay. All right. And we'll talk more about this again on Friday's podcast. You and I will give our takes about who we think will win the game, and uh, we'll talk about it more in detail. So we will find out in a couple days who Cordell and I think are going to win the game. I want to thank everyone so much for listening to today's podcast. So from Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive.